Hey everyone, we're doing things a little differently this week with the love series sponsored by my book. It's a love story, which is on sale now wherever books are sold. Since The Bachelorette has launched their 15th season, still going on, this new podcast series will be dropping on Mondays instead of Wednesdays from now on. I hope you're enjoying them as much as I am. And according to those of you who have messaged me about Mama and her 12 bleeps in her podcast, I thank you and hope you understand how my world is better with this woman in it. This week, I'm discussing the proposal with my rocket scientist author friend, Rebecca. That's right. She's both left brain and right brain. When Rebecca isn't working at NASA or raising her kids, she's writing sweet romances under the pen name Daphne Emerson. You can find her on Amazon. Make sure to check out all of the show notes so you can get direct links to her works. I've read them all and knew immediately that she would be one who needed to give me her take on the world's greatest love stories. And I can understand why she picked the proposal. A, Sandra Bullock. B, Ryan Reynolds, hubba hubba. C, this plot line. Just listen. Faced with deportation to her native Canada, high-powered book editor Margaret Tate says she's engaged to marry Andrew Paxton, her hapless assistant. Andrew agrees to the charade, but imposes a few conditions of his own, including flying to Alaska to meet his eccentric family. With a suspicious immigration official always lurking nearby, Margaret and Andrew must stick to their wedding plan despite numerous mishaps. The proposal taught us many things, including certain circumstances we should watch out for For example, Alaskan hawks can pick up tiny dogs if you're not paying attention. Baby maker blankets have magical powers. And it is possible that you could be a guest in a bathroom that doesn't have any towels. Plan accordingly. Also, it might be a good idea to have a wrap on standby should you find yourself chanting in the woods so you can become one with the universe. Maybe something a little more ladylike than lyrics that instruct one to stop and just wiggle it. I take that back. You should definitely chant Get Low by Lil John. No brainer. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't be nervous. That's so silly. Okay. I'm with my friend, Rebecca, and we have known each other, I think, for 21 years. Ugh. Is yeah. that how long it's been? Maybe even longer, actually. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, Rebecca, why don't you tell the listeners how we know each other? We met at Baylor. We were in the same sorority together, and I knew you as, I think, the sing chair is mm-hmm. how I got to know you. Mm-hmm. And I think we actually really became close friends after graduation, though. Yes. That is, if you read my first book, Why I Hate Green Beans, and I talk about Rebecca and Jill, this is the Rebecca I'm talking about. Okay, Rebecca, tell everybody what you do for a living. So, um, for a living, I work at NASA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We need to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the listener to pause for a moment and just think, 
how many of your friends work at NASA? Hmm, I have two because <laughs> Rebecca's husband works there too. Neener, neener. So you're a literal rocket scientist, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe maybe everyone who works at NASA <laughs> fancies themselves that, but really I don't design rockets. No, I just, I just work there. So whenever people ask me once upon a time, what does Rebecca do? Because you were you were NASA for a while, and then you went and had kids. Right, a lot of them. A lot of children, and then you came back to NASA because they needed your brain. So I told people, <laughs> when, Rebecca, when, when the astronauts go up into space, Rebecca talks to them and tells them how to fix things. Is that right? Not even close, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but back in the day, I did train astronauts, but I don't do that anymore. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, tell me if this is true. Because I also say when your second was born, Jackson, didn't the astronauts from space, like, congratulate you or something? Yes. Good. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm only halfway lying. <laughs> because that is that is super cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was super cool. We, we actually... Um, I waffled after I named Jackson the day mm-hmm. after I was like, I don't know if he's a Jackson. I think maybe we ought to change his name. And <laughs> my sweet husband's response was, uh, it's been read down from space. His name is Jackson. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have a Jackson. <laughs> that is so great. Okay. So you went off and had a bunch of kids yes. and then you came and you you're teaching and, uh, like smarty pants subjects to your children and other people's children's and co-op. And then you went back to NASA. Right. So I, I, for some reason decided to homeschool <laughs> our kids. And part of that may, means that we joined some co-ops yes. and I taught some classes there like physics and chemistry and stuff that was yeah. kind of in my natural wheelhouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. And then a couple years ago, I decided it was probably time to return mm-hmm. to the paid workforce. There you go. So I, there you uh, go. I went back to work. Yeah. Now here's something that I think is super cool. So you are a bona fide smarty pants. Well, yes, I don't you, know. Yes, you are. Did you or did you not graduate valedictorian? Mm-hmm. You did, right? I, I don't know. Oh gosh, you did. Know. And then you, and then at what, did you have like a 4.0 at Baylor? I had close to Come it. Come on. Not, not an actual 4.0, no. <laughs> In engineering, I'm going to point that out. But what I love is what you started doing in January at the beginning of the year. This wonderful, creative, artistic side just burst through and you started (laughs) writing, you started writing sweet romance novels. Yes. Rebecca, that is amazing because typically left brain and right brain doesn't go together, but you do it well. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I'm not sure if I do it well yet. Um, but here's the thing. I love romance Mm -hmm. and I think we share that. Um, Mm -hmm. I love a a good romance and I love one that doesn't make me blush or (laughs) feel a little guilty for (laughs) taking part in. (laughs) And so I love a sweet romance for that reason. But I was a reader of kind of all things romance for years and years and years and years, mm-hmm. albeit, frankly, a little bit closeted because I didn't necessarily want everybody to know sure. that I was reading romance novels. Um, but I kind of stumbled onto just a different, like I kept kind of stumbling onto these books that 
I realized there were no pages I had to kind of quickly flip through or make sure my kids didn't accidentally download onto their Kindles or any of that. They were just pure romance. There was nothing um, kind of steamy Mm -hmm. about them. And I have devoured those. I've super enjoyed reading all that. And so for some reason, I decided what I should do is write them. (laughs) And so... I don't know where that came and, from, but um, and but, it's yeah. it's May, and mm-hmm. tell everybody how many you've written. So um, my third, come on, um, sweet romance is released on May tenth. That's crazy. It took me three months to write one of my books, and you have written three since January, which I think is incredible. And I also don't know how you do it between raising children and being a rocket scientist. I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. go with that. That's what yeah, you're going to be. Yeah. That's what you're going to be. Sounds great. Yes. <laughs> but that, I think that's, and, and we need to say your name. It, it's not your name. You go by the pen name, Daphne Emerson. Right. But, and, and, um, but you're, it's, and, and what we also need to say too, is the way to think of sweet romance is like a Hallmark Christmas movie, but up in cool points, a few notches. Would that be fair to say that? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good description of it. The, the, I kind of describe it as like, it's like the Skittles of food. Like, okay. you're not sitting down to a steak dinner. Uh-huh. You're having a snack. You, you know, you might forget that you ate that snack yeah. in a few hours. It's probably not, you know, <laughs> challenging you in any way. But it's a great little escape and a sweet way to spend your time. And it's not your mama's Harlequin romance novel no. with the red spine. That's what that's what we need to say too. So I feel like what I want, what I'm getting at is you read so many romances, and you're in that. You're the same as me. Like you said, we share that because we are in that world of romance, romance, mm-hmm. romance. That's what we right. want to watch and read. And so you're saying, well, I can do this. And so right. you started writing. So that's why I consider you an expert when it comes to the series that we're doing on romance and romantic comedies sponsored by the book and I I am curious as to why you chose the proposal and also I would ask you do you think the proposal is one of our last decent romances is that when the drought began it came out in 2009 do you feel like we've had anything in the last 10 years I don't. And I scour Netflix and, mm-hmm. you know, all of it kind of looking. And I heard, I think it was Melanie Schenkel on the other day saying yes. that she'll watch whatever romance there is on Netflix as well, even though some of them are kind of YA, like they're a yeah. little bit teeny bopper. Yeah. Um, and I frankly, I mean, I can't super stomach the the teeny bopper version <laughs> of a romance. Um <laughs> And I would agree that the proposal was kind of the last one. And frankly, I think, and I told you this a few days ago, I think it had a toe over the edge Mm -hmm. of kind of being a little bit meh. Like, Mm. I love it. And it is the first one that flew out of my mouth when I was asked what was my favorite Mm -hmm. romantic comedy. Mm -hmm. And I went back and rewatched it in preparation for today. Um, And... And I have to say, there are parts of it where I want to fast forward, where I'm like, sure. oh, I mean, I feel like we have tucked in these random plot lines throughout the, you know, just to kind of 
feathered them in around the central romance mm-hmm. just to fill time or right. just to fill space. And, um, and they don't seem well developed or even frankly, some of them very interesting, but the movie itself makes you laugh so mm-hmm. hard. You might wet your pants mm-hmm. and someone falls in love. And yes. so it checks the boxes for what I'm looking for and in a romantic comedy. Let me say too, with Melanie Shankle, we did crazy, stupid love. That was 2011. And I will say that is a very good movie. And I also will say you've never seen it. Right. Yeah. So I do want to put that out there that crazy, stupid love, I think was 2011, maybe if I remember correctly. So maybe that was the last time, but also crazy to me, crazy, stupid love isn't romantic comedy comedy because there's some kind of darker moments in it with Mm -hmm. infidelity and, and he's a player and all that, you know, that kind of mm, down in there. So it's not all kind of bubble gum and cotton candy. Whereas I feel that the proposal is, I think, to me, Sandra Bullock, Ryan Reynolds' chemistry off oh the heart. Mm-hmm. And you and I were talking, do you, did they date? Did they date? And I said, I think they did. I have since confirmed why, yes. However, Us Weekly calls it a fling. So maybe they didn't date date, but, you know, they spent some time together after the movie. Well, and I feel a little bit, um, frankly, a little resentful of Blake Lively for stealing <laughs> Ryan Reynolds away from Sandra Bullock. Though I'm not sure that's founded at all. Like I think that might be completely crazy. But... It's okay. You can feel that. You feel what you feel, Rebecca. Um, I also didn't I remember that he was married to Scarlett Johansson. Married. Yeah, I think for five minutes. Yes. Yeah. They were not married for very long, I don't oh, think. Yeah. So he kinda he kinda hopped around, but he he stuck with he stuck with Blake Lively, the gossip girl, Serena Vanderwoodson. Um, okay, so if I asked you, Rebecca, and I said, I think there are two main points of this movie that people remember, do you think you know those two? Yes. Okay, let me, okay, tell me one of them, but I'll tell you if you're right. Yes, without a doubt, one of those scenes has to be. When Sandra Bullock's character mm-hmm. is exiting the shower mm-hmm. and cannot seem to locate a towel. <laughs> and Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' character is rocking some kind of music in his earbuds. And so he is oblivious to his surroundings. And both of them wind up smacking into each other fully unclothed. I think that yes. is a memorable scene. I've got hives right now. Because I, I just get so embarrassed. I get so embarrassed by all that. It is so memorable, but they are so naked. They are they so are naked. so naked. And then you think, like you said, she can't find a towel. And then you're wondering, why are you dropping trowel, dude, on the balcony of your bedroom? Who does that? <laughs> Who takes off all their clothes on the balcony? It was Maybe. just all weird. Maybe if we lived in rural Alaska, <laughs> we would understand that better. Or but. if we were Alaskan Kennedys, you can do whatever you want to. Exactly. But I also read that they were hard, I mean, legit naked. They 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 said they gave them something like some sort of pasty situations for them to oh, kind of cover themselves. But they but they it was something like twelve takes because they got different angles. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. And somebody wanted to see Ryan Reynolds twelve different times. But so then they slam into each other. They'd <laughs> fall off. These little pasty oh. fig leaf thingies would fall off. 
And so they were legit naked together. Well, and I don't know if this is the goal or not of like people who are making movies, but all I'm thinking about in that moment is I'm not thinking about their characters one bit. I mean, granted, I'm like, you know, hiding behind mm-hmm. a cushion, closing my <laughs> eyes for their characters. But really, I am thinking exactly that. I'm going, but like, what about Sandra and Ryan? Are they really naked? Is this, I mean, people are watching this live. Like, they're not fuzzied out in real life someone is seeing all of this unfold so yeah that um a room full of people is seeing all of that Jeez, but it is it is the most memorable I've asked people what do you remember about the proposal like oh them running into each other naked yeah that is well done whoever thought of that scene exactly (laughs) and then the second scene which is probably I would contend one of the the funniest moments in the whole entire movie Maybe in the whole entire decade. Why don't you tell people what that one is? Oh, when Grandma, whatever her name is, who I've totally forgotten. Gammy. Gammy. Yes. I, don't, I don't remember her first name. I just called her Gammy. When Played Gammy, by yes. the wonderful Betty White, who yes. made, helped make this movie. Oh my gosh, she's so great. Keep going. So when Gammy is offering her thanks in the woods and she's got a fire going and She's doing some very innocent chanting and <laughs> celebration. <laughs> and Sandra Bullock's character walks up and um, Gammy encourages her to give thanks. And of course, she's very prim and proper and this is out of her comfort zone. But she doesn't just dip a toe out of her comfort zone. She <laughs> plunges into the deep end <laughs> as she's singing um, a song. Yeah. That, Would you like to sing part of it, Rebecca? I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Come on, do it for me. So she starts out very timidly saying something like, from the windows <laughs> to the walls, <laughs> just sweat strips down my... And then she gets very into it with some dancing and some jiggling. <laughs> to the window, to the window, to the walls, to the walls, to the sweat strips down my balls. It's all you f***ing calls. All you see, mother, all you see, go damn, to the window, to the walls. chant from the heart balls that's what came to your heart you know it uh went went with the beat <laughs> wiggle it wiggle it yes <laughs> yes it's little john get low if you want to go listen to it oh, dear girl, listener. i was wondering yes okay <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hilarious one of my favorite parts of the whole movie do you have any lessons learned that you've taken with you in the past decade well i'm gonna tell you Here is one that I don't know if it's a healthy lesson learned, but at the very beginning of the movie, when he is carrying her coffee Mm -hmm. and it happens to be the same cinnamon soy latte with, you know, however she likes it. I just thought that's just practical advice for an assistant. (laughs) Just get a double. (laughs) 
<laughs> the second one. Okay, something happened. <laughs> did you think she was mean enough? Did you did you think, ugh, I can't stand her, and then gradually like her as the movie went on? Or were you cool with her throughout the whole thing? I thought she was lonely. I never, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that maybe I was supposed to think she was mean, but I almost instantly felt compassion. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. That was hard because whenever he, whenever he's typing things, saying the witch is on her broom and it goes throughout the hole and she's walking in, I, I never, I never, maybe she we were supposed to think she was mean whenever she's making him do all that kind of stuff, but that's assistant stuff. I mean, I did that for five years with my first job. And then whenever he, she fires that guy because he didn't get the author on Oprah, that didn't make me feel mean to her any either I mean I think she's hard but it didn't make me hate her and have and have issue with her getting together with Andrew I guess Mm -mm. is the way I'm putting it but of course it's romance I'm rooting for him from the very beginning so yay yeah yeah there's there's no secret they're gonna end up together and Mm -hmm. and it's fun to watch (laughs) so yeah uh any other lessons Um, the whole thing. So the whole movie, I am semi distracted almost the whole time by how strikingly beautiful Sandra Bullock is in that show. (laughs) And I find that one of the greatest lessons is mm, take care of your skin Uh because I don't know what she has done, but she is older than I am. Uh And she looks fantastic. She still she still does 10 years later. The way you looked at Sandra Bullock through the whole movie is how I looked at Ryan Reynolds through the whole mm-hmm. movie. And I just thought, mm-hmm. how can somebody be that handsome? I don't understand how somebody can be that handsome. Does it hurt to be that handsome? I don't know. Does Maybe it take I'll... a lot of work? I don't feel like it takes a lot of work for them. <laughs> like, But he's handsome slash funny in a sarcastic way, which you know is my love language. Yes. So that kind of adds a layer of attractiveness on him mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's a good that's a good note. We need to moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. That's what my mom says. I, yeah, I feel like that's, after, a, that's a takeaway. After, of course, you apply sea breeze all over your body. <laughs> She's going to suck all that moisture. Never a day in my life have I had sea breeze, by the way. <laughs> This is this is my mom's regime. So from uh, Merle Norman, which is like Southern, I don't know, Southern cosmetic lady that you have to buy from the woman down the street. If you can imagine like Crisco, but pink, that's what she slathers all over her face to get her makeup off. Then she follows that up with some sea breeze and a cotton ball and then some sort of moisturizer on top of that. Love it. Mama looks good. I know she does. She Mama does. looks good. I don't do that. Do you have any quotes that you still, or any words that you still, for me, one thing that I always say is uh, the baby maker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Here's an Afghan. And in my head, I think, not the baby maker. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's a good one. Do you have a no, baby it's... maker? Is that no. what happened with you and your family? If I do have one, I clearly did not know <laughs> that it was one. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Have you ever been to Alaska? I haven't. I've never been to Alaska, but it happens to be where my sister and her husband met and fell in love. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so yep. fun. I yep. went once and it was horrible experience. Oh, well, I mean... you were at the man camp. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember. <laughs> and people are going, what's a man camp? It's exactly what you're thinking. It's exactly that. It is a camp full of men because it's too far to drive to go put everybody in a hotel. So they just make man camps. And that's where I stayed. And Which I does not sound like it'd be a terrible place for a single lady. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the baby maker? Where's the baby maker? Oh my gosh. It was, let me tell you how I understand Sandra Bullock. First of all, man camp, I didn't shower for three days. I ain't going in the man camp shower over there and just, because there was no stalls. It's just hanging. Mm-mm, nope. You can read all about it in my book, but um, anyway, when Sandra fall, gets in the bed and she's trying hard not to, because it's light all day long. It never is dark. And so she's trying to make it to where she can sleep. And then he puts down those shades. Man, mm-hmm. I didn't have one of those shades. I had to wrap something around my head. to and And that will mess with your system. I don't know how Alaskans do it. That will... It messed with my system because I kept going, when is nighttime? <laughs> I need the nighttime and it never came. I was I was a hot mess that whole entire time. Such a hot mess. But it was fun. Um, okay, this is this is the you know, look, hey, it was a it was a fun story. I can tell my podcast. Okay, here's my last thing, Rebecca. I believe that Whenever Andrew comes at the very end and Sandra Bullock is looking strikingly beautiful, like you said, and he said, you can imagine when I'm standing in a barn, wifeless, and my wife is, or Mm. the woman I love is about to be kicked out of the country. And that's when she's like, oh, he loves me. And then, oh, that would be easier. And then finally they kiss. I think one of the best movie kisses in romance Mm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan Reynolds knows how to kiss. I think he knows how to put something behind a kiss. Oh, Rebecca. Well. That is your NASA engineer coming out, and it is fabulous. Yes. That is it. Mm-hmm. Because you think it was real. Yeah, you do he feel really, like it's really real. He really wanted to kiss her. He really wanted to kiss her. So last night on Instagram, I was watching, I wasn't watching it on Instagram. On Instagram, I put the kiss from Never Been Kissed. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one where Michael Varton from Alias like jogs out to meet Drew Barrymore on the pitcher's mound? Yes. Good kiss. Yeah. Go back and watch it. Good yeah, kiss. Yeah, I should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one beats that one. Yeah, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it is. Another thing that I love about the proposal is, did you watch the very, very end where they're talking to that guy? Yes. And and they've been dating for three days and, you know, what flavor speed stick does, or what flavor deodorant does he use? And, you know, men's speed stick and musk. And, but one of my favorite parts is Ramon, the the guy who was the stripper (laughs) slash caterer slash... He was in a general store. I think he was hilarious in that whole entire part. That was so stinking funny. But he was also one that I was kind of, I kind of giggled whenever he was on the screen, as well as Betty White. She, I feel, just put the movie up, which to what you were saying earlier when we were talking about this yesterday, like you don't, you could care less about the whole dad part. 
I could care less about the whole dad part. That was weird and not necessary and I didn't get it. And Mm -hmm. I think they could have just cut that all out. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I, I, I agree. I didn't like any of that. I didn't like that blonde chick that they kept bringing in that, (laughs) Oh, I've been here forever. I was like, he didn't like you. You're boring. You're boring. He didn't like you. Yeah. I was kind of over her, but I think that she was necessary, right? To give Sandra Bullock just a little bit of like, oh, well, I don't necessarily want him walking Mm. across the street to talk to her while I'm at my internet cafe. You know, I think that there was a purpose in her. Yeah. And I I couldn't care less that Sandra Bullock can't swim and Mm -hmm. all the stuff in the water. And uh... How could she not swim but drive a boat like a mad woman is what (laughs) my question is. (laughs) inconsistencies I'm willing to overlook (laughs) the same way she's scared of a teeny tiny yippity white dog named Kevin yes best name for a dog ever (laughs) okay Rebecca how can people find you for your sweet romance where do they go they can find me on Amazon under the name Daphne Emerson Mm mm-hmm and that mm-hmm. and that's just Kindle. It's not an actual book. It's a digital, right? Right. There are only ebooks. Yeah, yes, only e-book. ebooks. Only on Amazon. You think the mm-hmm. author would know the term ebook? <laughs> I sound like my mother. <laughs> oh my gosh, my mother asked me the other day. Now, when's your book coming out? And I was like, Oh, mom, it's out. That's funny. Okay, so people will go to Amazon. It's just can. But it, you don't have to, it's not just Kindle Unlimited. Is my question making sense? Like, you don't have to have Kindle Unlimited to get it. That's right. Okay, great. Well, thank you yep. so much. You've been a delight. Everybody, oh, let's... Lindsay, thank you so much. You're a delight. <laughs> let's everybody Love give a hand to the rocket scientist, Rebecca. Rocket oh, man. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Again, this has been such a wonderful series. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. We have a few more weeks left. Um, Remember, these are going to come out on Mondays instead of Wednesdays. Those will be The Bachelorettes for Hannah's new season. 15 seasons of The Bachelorette. That's crazy. Crazy that it's been on that long. And I know um, some of you don't watch that, so I'm glad that we have other things for you to listen to. I would love for you to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. We would love for you to review the podcast that helps other people find us. So head over to Instagram. Uh, Nope, not going to go to Instagram to do that. You're going to go to Apple to do that and hopefully rate us with a five star. Speaking of ratings and reviews, if you've read the book, either one, Why Hate Green Beans or It's a Love Story, if you wouldn't mind going over to Amazon and leaving a review, that also has something to do with algorithms and logistics and Amazon likes reviews. So if you could leave a review there too, that would be great. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.